What's going on, world? How are you? It's your girl, Vonna B, and you are tuned in to The Ugly Podcast. That's right. I said it, The Ugly Podcast. On this podcast, we're going to be real with ourselves. That's all we're going to do episode after episode is be real with ourselves, okay? You may not like it. It may be the ugly truth, but at the end of the day, it's going to help you. It's going to help you eventually. So look at it like that. It's going to be some things that you don't want to tap into because it strike the nerve. It's going to be some things that you might want to turn me off, but then you need to put me right back on because it's the truth and it's needed to heal. It's things that we don't talk about in our community. And I want us to start touching bases on stuff that is important. So today we're going to talk about generational curses. A lot of us are living generational curses. And at the end of the day, we're doing what our parents told us. They did what their parents told them and so on and so forth. And nobody never broke it. You may get one family member that broke a generational curse. But at the same time, a lot of us is living a generational curse. So when I say generational curses, I can it can mean your parents ain't have no education and then you start going down that path. Your parents ain't had no worth ethics. You going down that path. You having kids and you keep having them over and over because you've seen your parents doing that or your mother, you know, she kept on having kids by your father that wasn't no good. And maybe you end up seeing that and you just start doing the same thing. Your parents lived off welfare all your life. Now, granted, I told you we're not judging we're just getting down to the nitty gritty. We're going to get down to the root of the issue because it comes a point in your life where you have to say, why am I doing this? This is not all I'm worth. I'm worth more. My mother did this. My mother said her mother did this. Why am I doing this? You're going to have to tap in one time or another. You have to. Because at the end of the day, I understand welfare is for when you have a hardship. It could be a stepping stool, but that's nowhere to stay. It's nothing to brag about. It's nothing to be proud of. You feel me? Like, I understand when you're in a hardship, say you lost your job, unemployment not coming through fast enough, or you're not eligible for unemployment because you quit your job, or something like that, and then you go to welfare. I look at welfare as a stepping stool. You get on welfare to kind of help you temporarily. I don't think people understand that word. It's temporary. A lot of people nowadays, your goal or people's goals are to be happy and successful. I mean, this pandemic has really opened up a lot of people's eyes to where they tapped into the skills that they have or they want to start a business, become an entrepreneur or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, you have to look at it like this. This is only the beginning. Life can get worse. You have to definitely prepare yourself for anything that happens in life. We're going to go through hardships. I understand that. Like I said, I'm not judging nobody. We're just being real. We're going to be real on the ugly podcast. And like I said, you doing the same thing that your parents did that you knew it wasn't right. And you follow that same path. What are you teaching your kids? See, I'm not just talking to you in your current state. I'm talking to you for you to tap into your past so you can have a better future. 
Nobody wants to live the same lifestyle that their parents lived if it wasn't good. Now, granted, if your parents had a great upbringing and they were great role models and you decide to take that same path, kudos to you. But everybody in our community all don't have that background. They don't have that background of having two parents that, um, you know, worked, started a business, you know, their parents put them through college. All of us don't have that. All of us don't have the luxury of having a car. A parent, our parents got us a car when we were 16 or when we graduated. A lot of us doesn't have that. So at the end of the day, when you look at your past, you have to look at your past to determine how you want your future to go. When you look at your parents and it's no shade to nobody because we're all not perfect. I'm not perfect. But at the same time, some people's situations may be worse than others, but we all have issues and something going on. Now, if you look at your parents, we're tapping into our past right now. If you look at your parents, think about when you were younger, did you have parents that you wanted to be like when you got older? Just think about that. Tap into your past real quick and think about, did you want to be like your parents when you were younger? If your parents was on drugs, did you say, when I get older, I'm going to try it to see what have my parents feeling like that and looking like that? It wasn't a pleasant sight. That's not something that nobody wants to do. If you saw a sibling that happened to be on drugs or something like that, and they were your older siblings, did you ever say, when I get older, I want to be on drugs just like them it just looked like they having the best time of their life you know they always have money you know they always hide they don't worry about nobody because they in a whole nother world i want to go to that world they be in nine times out of ten nobody wanted that nobody wanted that so we're just saying if you're in a state right now where you're following some generational curses i need you to take a look at yourself in the mirror and say, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? You have kids that's looking up to you. You're supposed to be their role model. You're being just like your mother. You're being just like your father. You're being just like your brother. You're being just like your sister. And where has that gotten them? If you were able to come out of that situation, if you had parents that weren't the best parents, this is your time to redeem yourself. This is your time to be proud of yourself and take it to the next level. This is your time to show your kids what they should be like. Be a role model. Because my thing is if your kids see that all you do is sit at home all day, drink, smoke, go out on the weekends, and they're always at somebody else's house, that's not a good look for you. And that's when the disrespect and everything comes sooner than later. And then you want to get mad. I'm your mother. You're not acting like one. So my thing is with general gen, generational curses, we definitely have to stop these patterns because we have a new generation and this new generation now is all over the place. And then we have our kids generation. We have to set this, the, the tones now, now or never. We got to set it now. 
Because at the end of the day, when you look at who your kids got to look up to, who do they have to look up to? I am all for the LGTB community. I am all for people doing whatever they want, whatever they choose to do. But at the same time, it's just kind of like when you look at your kid's role model, that should do something to you to where you like, "Mm -mm, this is not what I desire for these kids. This is not what I desire for my child. And granted, even if school is not the outcome, if you didn't go to college or whatever and it wasn't for you, so be it. It doesn't mean that you still can't be successful. We have a whole bunch of celebrities that we see or look up to and they don't have the educational background. Steve Harvey. I listen to Steve Harvey. Like he said, education is not what makes you successful. It's not the education that makes you successful. It's your gift. It's your gift. And a lot of people don't know their gift and their purpose. They're just strolling through life trying to figure it out. I always say that your 20s is your experimental years. That's when you're trying to figure it out. That's when you're trying to see what's for you and what's not for you. I always talk about your 20s. When you get to them later 20s, closer to 30, you should kind of get a feel of what's for you and what's not for you. When you're in your 30s, you should really start to position yourself because 40s will be right around the corner, then 50s. So if you're in your 30s and you're stuck, granted, I get it. A lot of us could have been delayed in life with finding out what our purpose. Some of us, we're here in our 30s and don't know our purpose at all. We don't know why we're here. We just know we were born. You have some people that have that mindset. And what I'm saying to you is find your purpose. Find why you're here. We all are here for a reason. You have people that have gifts. You have people that have skills. It's your gift that will end up making you successful. And if you don't know what your purpose is or what your gift is, your gift is something that you do effortlessly and you will never get tired of. That's your gift. And it took me a while to know my gift. Now, granted, I knew personally all my life, people thought I was funny. I didn't think that I was so funny, but I was funny to people. My grandmother always said, everybody I see different. Now, a lot of people all my life thought that I was funny. I didn't feel like I wanted to be a comedian because I didn't feel I was that funny. I didn't feel that comedy was for me because I felt as though with comedy... It's like you're trying to make people laugh. If I'm naturally funny, I don't really think that I want to do comedy. I feel like that was too much pressure on me. Now, granted, 2014, I started Delilah. Everything was going great with Delilah. It was something randomly. When I happened to be bored, that's when I become so creative. That's when everything, all my skills and stuff start to come out. When I'm bored and I got nothing going on and I want to do something with myself. Started Delilah, 2014, I was doing good. I had following on Instagram. I had consistency on Instagram. I just was acting silly and the people just loved it. It caused controversy later on. If you don't know who Delilah was, Delilah was a side chick. I was portraying to be a side chick and I was teaching main chicks 
I was no, I'm sorry. I was teaching side chicks that we don't try to be like the main chicks. But it caused a lot of controversies because you know these people were dealing with side chicks in their real life. So some people ain't think it was funny. They felt that it was offensive. So I get it. But I stopped my Instagram. I stopped my Instagram because of the relationship that I was in. It's like it was causing a problem. So I deleted it. And granted, me deleting it could have been the worst thing that I did because trying to come back was so hard. So much stuff had happened since I left that trying to come back is just like I got discouraged. I got discouraged. So, of course, I tried other things. If you follow me on social media, I done try. I used to customize hats, customize shoes, customize tutus. I know how to revamp furniture. I've tried so many different things, and those were just skills that I had and I was able to do. That wasn't my gift. It wasn't something I was passionate about. It was something that I knew how to do. And I'm a hustler. I will always try to make money from something. But at the end of the day, you have to try things to see what's for you and what's not for you. I brought Delilah back in 2016. I had a good run then, 2015. I had a good run then, 2016. Then I started my show. Once I started my online show, I was interviewing upcoming artists and things like that. And then I moved to South Carolina and I stopped. So do you see the pattern that I had? I started something. I stopped it. I started something. I stopped it. And what I do, I allow other people that had skills and gifts to show their talent. And a lot of them went further than me. And there's nothing to be mad at. It's nothing to be mad at because that was my fault for stopping or being discouraged or whatever the case may be. It was personal. But I always continue to try. Nobody could know Vana or follow Vana and say that she didn't try. I tried. None of this stuff come from my parents. None of this stuff come. This is just me. I'm my own entity. I'm my own person. And I just, this is how I am. I do me. My thing is, I started a business for my daughter. I had to change my mind. I went into a dark place in 2018. And I was just, I had this negative mindset. Something just came over me and I, I wasn't satisfied with myself. I wasn't satisfied. I just feel like I have all these gifts, all these talents. And no, I, I, I don't know what to do with them. I had too many. That's what you call a jack of all trades, but I was a master at none. So when I say break these generational curse, it's find your purpose. If you're in your 20s, Find what your gift is. Find what you do effortlessly and something you will never get tired of and make it make money for you. Your gift will make room for you. You just have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. Just like I told y'all ugly means you got to love yourself. You also have to believe in yourself. If nobody else do, you have to believe in yourself. You have to get that confidence. Stop being scared. Stop being fearful. And you have to go for it. I have failed several times. And I'm okay with that. Because at least I tried. When you don't try at all, you don't know what you're good at and what you're not good at. You have to keep trying. You have to keep pushing. You have to figure something out. Just imagine 
dying and all your skills and your gifts was just sitting around your deathbed looking at you and just knowing that you never used me. I could have took you here. You being able to cook, I could have started this business for you. You being able to open people's minds, I could have put you on this platform. You knowing how to do hair, I could have opened a business up for that. You knowing how to do nails, I could have started you here. Everybody looking at you and you die not using none of your gifts that you were born with. So you have to break the general generational curses. Now, Grant said, if our parents didn't have these talks, their parents didn't talk to them about this or they didn't look at life like this at the time and they just was going, you know, do to do to do, going with the flow. All right. That was that generation. Don't allow that to happen with you and your kids. It's, it's never too late. You got Taraji. I believe she got dis discovered when she was 38 years old. That's when she got discovered. And look at her now. You can't give up. You can't give up. And you can't follow, you can't follow your parents if they didn't do good. I don't care if your, your parents are just doing okay. Your mindset should be better than okay. I wanna be amazing. I wanna be great. I wanna leave my mark here to where they're gonna remember me even where I'm gone. I want to build a legacy. I want people to remember who I am. You have to start thinking like that and looking at life like that. Because at the end of the day, you have a purpose. You have a purpose. You have to pay attention to your life and realize that you're going down the same path and you settling and do, have, doing the same things your parents did to your kids. You're doing the same thing over and over and over. I'm going to tell you, it was a story about a couple and it was Thanksgiving and the guy asked, you know, why do you cut the head of the turkey off when it wasn't time for Thanksgiving? She was like, I don't know. My mother used to do that when I was younger. So she called her mother and she said, Ma, why do you cut the head of the turkey off when you... Um, around Thanksgiving time. She was like, I don't know. My mother always did it. So they called the grandmother and asked the grandmother, why you cut the head of the turkey off when it's time to cook for Thanksgiving? The grandmother said, my oven was too small and it couldn't fit. Everybody was doing the same thing, not knowing why. And this goes with everything else in life. We follow what our parents did, not knowing. It come a point where you say, hold up, I know you the mother, but I don't agree with that. I know that you, you know, supposed to be the leader, but I don't agree with that. Or you look at the results of them doing what they're telling you to do, and you got to say, hold up, I remember you did that, and these were your results. I don't agree with that. Do something different. Something different can make a big difference in your life. Do something different. My thing is, I just don't want us continuing. I don't want us to continue to do the things the same way our parents did it and their parents did it and there was never no results. We want 
People always want our kids to be better than us. You shouldn't envy your kids. It's not a competition between you, you and your, your child. You want your kid to be better. But while you teaching your kid to be better, you need to be working on yourself so you can be better. A lot of people are broken. They're broken. And a lot of it comes from childhood. Experiences that you had from your younger years and you bring it into your adulthood. A lot of people are bitter because they never healed and never dealt with situations that really bothered them. That's not okay. That's not okay. When you go down south, when I moved down south, they knew I was from up north. And this is bad. Because of the defense mechanism that we have, and they're so happy down there. Hey, good morning. It's a beautiful day in South Carolina. How are you? And you looking at it like, it's only 7 o'clock. It's too early to be that happy. But no, it's not something wrong with them. It's something wrong with us and our mindset and how we view things here up north. We do have a defense mechanism. It's like this goes so deep. It goes deep to where the, the Willie Lynch letter. What he put on that letter over 200 years ago is still happening right now with black people. And that's sad. That's sad. We have to break generational curses. We have to. It's a must. It's a must. And I understand that it's sometimes hard to say no to your parents or point the finger at your parents or this and that. But at the same time, you are doing this for you. Sometimes your parents got to get out of your head. You got to get your parents out of your head. Because when somebody tell you something for years and years and years, that becoming embedded into your mind. And when it's embedded into your mind, it's hard to get it out. But you're going to have to stand 10 toes down one way or another. One day you're going to have to do it. Because not everything that your parents tell you is always right. It may not always be right. Me and my mother get into it. We cool when we cool, we have fun, we laugh, we joke, but we get into it too. And a lot of times it's because I don't agree with certain things with her. And you know, in your parents' mind, you're going to always be their kid, their baby. Even as you get older, you're still their kid, their baby. But parents have to understand also that I get it, but she's not a baby. She's a woman now. He's not a boy. He's a man now. Granted, you can be there if they fall short, but sometimes you have to let your kids make mistakes to learn. If you're there, if a parent is there for every little thing and don't allow their child, adult child or kid child, to make a mistake, they're never going to know how to do it the right way. And you have to look at it like this too. Your parents are not going to be here forever. It's some of us now that don't have parents that's alive now. And we're only in our 30s. We're only in our 20s. We're only in our teens. You don't have parents now, some people. They may not have a mother. They may not have a father. And you have to learn. So my thing is, allow your kids to make mistakes, but guide your kids. Whatever that didn't work for you, try to tell them the right way how you would have did it. Because now you're tapping into where you went wrong. 
Nobody's faulting you for if you had multiple kids, you chose the wrong baby father, somebody tricked you, somebody raped you, somebody, nobody's faulting you for that. What I'm saying is now that these kids are here and now that you're trying to figure it out, be the best role model that you can be to these kids so they don't make the same decisions that you made. They don't do the same things that you did. That's all I'm saying. We don't want the same thing happening. Somebody told me years ago when I had my first, when I first had my child, I was 24 years old. And somebody was like, oh, you're going to have some more? I said, no, I'm not. They was like, yeah, you're going to have, you're going to have more. Your mother got four. You're going to have some more. I said, no, I'm not. And they didn't believe me. They also had a daughter. They daughter now have three kids. And Vonna still have that one child. You got to stand 10 toes down to something. Know what you want out of life. Know what you want. Not what your mother want. Not what your father want. Not what your friends think that is good for you. But something that you want. Something that you desire for you in your life. I knew I wasn't a fan of kids to have a whole bunch. I never said that. I never said I wanted a whole bunch of kids. And I always was the type to look at other people's lives to determine how I would like for mine to go. See, I don't judge people and look at people like, oh my God, this person got three, four, five, six kids and oh, uh-uh, and this and that. No, no, no. I don't judge it off of that. I judge it off of, could you handle that? I commend the people that have multiple kids and they doing it and they working and they taking care of all them kids and they still have luxury time for them and then they're able to entertain all these kids and have them in extracurricular. I commend those mothers and those fathers. I commend the single fathers. I commend them people. But I know that wasn't for me. That wasn't for me. You got to know what's for you. And what's for you may not be what's for your friends or your parents. But it's for you. Because at the end of the day, you're the only one that has to live that life and with those decisions that you make. That's why you can't always listen to everybody when they're telling you something about your life. Because you got to know what you want for you. Generational curses go off of what you see and what you follow. It don't have nothing to do with you tapping into your own life because all you're doing is doing a pattern over and over and over and over. If you do not get approved for welfare or food stamps, don't be mad. Don't be mad. Once upon a time, I got food, food stamps. I can't get none now. Most people will be highly upset when they get that denial letter. I looked at it. I thought about the stuff I prayed about. I journal. I thought about the stuff I wrote in my books. I said, you know what? I'm not even mad. I'm not mad because my thing is when you want to level up and when you want success and when you want a certain type of income and when you want a certain type of platform, you're not going to get all these things that don't align up with what you want. Like I said, welfare, food stamps, that is for temporary, uh, temporary, 
temporary situations. My bad, yeah. Temporary situations. That's what that is for. It's for temporary situations. It's not for you to live off your whole life and think you winning. It's not for that. It's for a stepping stool. You fell off and then you got back on to regular program stuff. Not to use it until your whole life term is done to where you go back down there and they say you're no longer eligible for welfare. That's crazy. That's crazy. And now your kids see all the food and everything and like that or whatever the case may be. And when they get older, they be like, oh, my mother always had food stamps. I want some food stamps. I want some food stamps. Because we used to have all the food, all the juices, all the snacks. I'm getting me some food stamps. What I got to do? Oh, I can't make this much? Oh, I'm about to just go get me a job and work two days a week because I want some food stamps like my mommy had. I want some food stamps. That ain't no life for no kids to be wanting. So that's what I'm saying. The choices that we make now is so detrimental for our kids' future that I don't think people is understanding that. I don't, I don't think people understand that. I understand things happen in people's lives. I'm not, that's life. That's life. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% of what you do about it. Like I said, I fell several times. I would never come up here and say my life is oh so beautiful. Nothing never happened wrong. I never failed at anything and pointing the finger like you, you, you. Y'all just doing wrong. No, 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 no. I fell several times and I always bounced back. Always. Anybody that know me, I always had a job. And I've still been trying to figure it out. I know I have a gift. And this is my gift. My gift is talking to people and opening people's minds. That's my gift. You don't know how many people over the years older than me, younger than me, my age that have come to my inbox and talked to me about some real personal stuff. People I've met on the street and they're older than me. And once I start talking, they like, how old are you again? That's my gift. That's my gift. Talking to people. People feel comfortable to talk to me because there's no judgment. And I don't judge people off the stuff that they tell me because at the end of the day, everybody can relate to something like that. And I would be a fool to think that can't happen to me. So there's no need for me to judge that person when they're telling me something that bothers them or something they're going through. If I can help, I will help. This is my gift. Talking to people and opening people's minds. I was scared. I was scared to actually set up a platform, but God got a funny way of showing you your gift. He put it in your mind. He don't put it in everybody else's mind. So everybody else may not, if you tell a big dream to a small-minded person, they'll discourage you. And me, I used to be so excited about stuff to where it's like, I just had to tell somebody. And, and you had people that shut it down. And then now you second-guessing something you were so happy about because you done told it to a small-minded person. But 
I knew my gift for a while. I just didn't know how to make it work for me. Then when I started doing the show in 2016, 2015, 2016, and I was interviewing the upcoming artists and talking about relatable topics we all could relate to, I enjoyed it. I felt like this is where I belong. This is what I like to do. I like to talk to people. I like to interact with people. Find your gift, figure it out, and make it work for you. And break that generational curse of whatever your upbringing was. Break it. Break it for your kids. Break it for your future. Just break it. But that's it and that's all, y'all. Until next time, you have tuned in to the Ugly Podcast. And we're doing nothing but the truth. And we're tapping in to everything that needs to be addressed for our community. Later.